1: Um,
2: there's a man beating his daughter with a, I think, a hammer, I'm not sure. how right. so it's a male with a hammer chasing his daughter, so is that right? right? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. How do you know that some girls are asking us the police for the police she wants to, you know, to the hospital. She doesn't want to get married. Right. That's the she's in the... aged approximately what you're saying. What?
1: Oh, yeah. 16.09. Yeah. So yeah. the bat would be paying 16. Oh. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: 8,000 people in the U.K. are threatened with a forced marriage each year.
2: For me, forced marriage is very much a cultural thing. It's not a religious thing. you are using the victim as a piece of property.
3: For the victims, it's not just their freedom, but sometimes even their lives that are on the line. Let me tell you now that this is about homicide prevention. Forcing someone into marriage is now a criminal offence.
4: We want girls to know that they'll be taken seriously, they'll be believed.
3: We spent a year with Greater Manchester Police, going behind doors normally firmly shut to a world difficult to investigate and never before captured on camera.
5: she has been totally dissolved. That's my concern for her, that, that she's got nobody.
2: Yesterday evening we get a phone call reporting that a male is chasing a young Asian female down the street with a hammer. The young girl is heard to shout that her father was trying to marry her off. Uh, The girl is only 16 years old and she's been taken into police protection and her father was arrested under the new legislation regarding forced marriage. Hi, it's about the incident that you reported last night to the police. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that I could get a statement from you today. Yeah, you can. Uh, Am I okay to come to your home address? That's fine, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go and um, see this lady now. She's potentially our uh, most viable witness. So I'll go and get a statement from her.
3: The girl who was being chased by her dad with a hammer last night has been taken to a refuge. This is the very first case Manchester police are investigating under the new forced marriage law.
2: A lot of people will say, oh, yeah, I'll give a statement to the police, but they don't realise that that actually means that you're willing to attend court and give evidence. And once they realise that, they they panic then because they don't want to go to court and then they they won't give a statement. An Asian community can be very close-knit, which, you know, can be a really good thing. You're talking about other crime, but for family matters, they do tend to like to deal with it themselves. That's sometimes what we're, we're up against.
3: Forced marriage is not just restricted to the South Asian communities, but they do
6: dominate the Manchester police caseload. Predominantly, forced marriages take place because your parents want to get you involved in a relationship with someone they think is suitable. It has to be someone they like, someone they thinks wealthy maybe, someone they think is from the right background, from the right caste. So they will force you into that marriage because they feel it's the right thing to do. And the other reasons it could be is because they've been betrothed to some individual, i.e. your cousin, from many, many years ago from birth that they have to marry. And to break that promise between your family is a huge honor issue. So you've broken a promise, you've you've said you're going to allow me to marry your daughter or your son. and. You can't change that. But as awareness
3: of the new law spreads, more young people in fear of their lives are calling the police. Cries for help come in from all over Greater Manchester. In the north of the city, another young woman is fleeing from her father.
7: I came home late from swimming. And my dad goes, where have you been? Have you been with that guy? And then he started to punch me and kick me. Wanted to kill me. He goes, I want to get the knife out and stab you. Then he asked me, where's your car keys and your phone? I go, they're in the bedroom. So he runs to my room to get my stuff, whereas I run to the bathroom and lock myself in. He went to sleep. I went to the attic where I sleep and I locked the door and I went to bed. And it got to about seven o'clock in the morning. He went to work and I packed a little bag up and I left the house. He wants me to get married to his nephew in Pakistan so he can come to England and have a better life. This kid, he's always had this dream of coming to England because that's what's been put in his head since he was little. He's not going to come because I'm not marrying him.
3: Roxana is in her mid-twenties. The police have found her a place in a refuge overnight.
7: I know. If I go back, the first thing he'll do is beat me up. If they make me marry this man I don't want to marry, I'm gonna have an unhappy life. There's no point why waste my life and his life because he has the right to live a normal life too with a woman who actually loves him. The main thing is he just wants me to get married in Pakistan. That's the bottom line.
3: Roxana has a British Asian boyfriend, but neither family approves of the match.
0: She is frightened of her father, she goes back. She believes that he will force her to go to Pakistan where she will be forced to marry her cousin. When her father said he was going to kill her, she was very frightened and she does believe that he was going to get a knife and he would have stabbed her. She will not attend court and not give any evidence against her father. I do not want my father arresting for hitting me.
3: Even though Roxana refuses to give evidence... Threatening to kill is such a serious crime that the police arrest her father and interview him under caution.
2: When you've been in your bedroom and you've said to her, where the fuck have you been? I know you have been with him. Is that true? No, 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 no. No. Because I feel shame to talk like this, my daughter. Mm -hmm. And then she said that you've slapped her and you've punched her. No. Um, and she's saying that she's used, obviously the, the video cameras can see my actions, but she's saying she's put her arms up in front of her head, because she thinks that you're going to hit her. And she said... When saying, I showed her, right. I'm, I'm not happy this time,
7: mm-hmm. but listen, why she thinks, oh, no, Dad, no, no, because when I show, she thinks, oh, he's going to hit me. Oh, okay. <laughs> daughter is a daughter, I love her, you can't hit. it's not easy to hit a daughter. Some, you can hit him. My daughter, father can't hit daughters. Okay. She you said, can hit your wife, you can hit your sons. But daughters, I don't know why we can't. What's our weakness? Grandchildren and daughters, you can't hit them.
4: Okay. okay. So you said, mind this
7: happen- country that you can't hit anybody? The night she says, I beat her. Honestly, I do not beat her because I told her, listen, uh, I'm not hitting you this time.
2: I'm just telling you, but I won't be happy if you do the same thing again. She then describes um, you saying to your wife, Go and get the knife, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> no. you no, not said nothing that? Like
0: that. No.
2: Nothing like that. OK. Yeah. So you're saying you haven't said that?
0: No. No.
2: Have you said anything like that? No. No? No.
3: Without a complaint from Roxana and with her father denying all allegations, the police are struggling to press charges.
2: This is the police here. I need to know where you are. Where are we? Where are we?
6: Getting convictions is difficult. The main reason for this, obviously, is our victims don't want to prosecute. Think, yeah. Going to the police and making a complaint about your family is also very dishonorable. So there's all sorts of issues for them to think about. Don't want mom and dad to get arrested. What's gonna happen if I do? Uh, what are the repercussions gonna be? So a lot of them will come to us saying, just protect me, look after me, make sure nothing happens to me.
3: Roxana wants the police to help her retrieve her
6: possessions from the
3: family home. She feels it's too dangerous to go there alone.
5: So close from your room, iPhone charger. Do you have any reason to believe that they're going to withhold any of these? No. about it, right? Fair enough. Every address has a history, and any individuals or offenders will be linked to an address. So that address comes up. So, straight away, on the brother, he's a, known as being violent, a stalker, and a domestic abuse perpetrator. So, eight offences of violence supplying heroin, damage, witness intimidation. She's made a, a huge decision to uh, come away from her family, cut all the ties off. <laughs> She's cuts a very deep wound within within the father's uh, cultural values because essentially within Asian families mm-hmm. the the, pa- the power players are your parents. Yeah. So if the dad finds out that his children are not listening to him and they're having contact, you know what could the effect be? of mm-hmm. that? That's what I, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. He's uh, been let down because he's obviously give his word to somebody else. I don't know if it's a family member back home.
7: Yeah.
5: She'd be totally disowned, and and that's my concern for her, that she's got nobody, really. It really is sad, but that's the future for her, isn't it?
7: Yeah, I know it's a massive step.
2: It's
5: a massive step.
2: But it's got to be taken. You said that you haven't punched and slapped her. No. No? No. Um, you haven't threatened to kill her?
0: No. OK. And... He denied any assault, basically said he approached her about getting home from work late. He was a bit annoyed because she didn't tell parents where she was and they then as a punishment took a mobile phone offer and a laptop offer until further notice basically. And mother wouldn't give any information to the police and wouldn't give a statement. They also contacted her boyfriend uh, who lives in another area in relation to problems she's been getting from father and he wouldn't supply any information or give a statement either.
3: With no one willing to give evidence, the police have to release Roxana's dad without charge not knowing if she'll have to face her father again, she's now going home under police protection. This may be the last time she ever sees her family
0: just
5: yeah. Yeah.
3: British-born Roxana says her father has threatened to kill her. She fears he will force her to marry her cousin in Pakistan. But she wants to marry her British boyfriend. I am Pakistani, so I understand Pakistani culture. A woman is
7: supposed to stay at home and cook and clean. If they do work, that's fine, but they still have to go to Pakistan to get married or marry who their parents want them to marry. And if they don't, their parents don't like it. But the parents do need to realise at the end of the day, your child is grown up and you should allow them to make their own choices.
5: Are you sure you don't want to come into the house? No, thank you. Right. Is there anything you want to pass on to your family? No, I'm all right. see you shortly. Just to outline, you know what we said before, this could be your last opportunity to go into the family house. If you want to see your mum, this could be your last time to see you because of your father's situation. Yeah, I know. All oh. right. Right. Have you spoken to your father-in-law?
3: Roxana's sister-in-law arrives with permission from Roxana's father to let the police in.
5: So we've been asked to come and collect um, clothes from her, room. Really. Yes, you
3: There's
8: can.
5: nobody else no in the
1: house.
8: No.
5: Yes, you can. No one's in. my son's sense, yeah.
1: It's locked. All
3: right. With no other family members present, Roxana comes into the house herself. All the bags the in.
7: Me at the end you should have come to me instead of going to the police my dad was arrested because he had been hitting me and stuff I didn't want him to be arrested but the police said because I had reported it is their job they have to investigate it I just don't want him to suffer I don't want him to go to jail or anything end of the day he's still my dad in it I had
5: to ring the father to make sure Uh, there was somebody in the address. Going into the property, every single door was locked from outside with some sort of a bolt. He's obviously keeping control of the whole house. There's nobody in the address, It just tells me that he doesn't want anybody to come into his house or be there when he's not there. Just very briefly, um Aki's gonna follow you out just for the first half a mile a mile, make sure there's nothing I'm just
7: gonna go to my friends, that's where I'm staying
5: now. No, I just wanna make sure no one's following you. Yeah?
7: The police escort. Yay. Alright, okay. Okay, thanks.
5: Bye. Take
2: care.
5: If she would have stayed there and they would have taken her by force abroad, we would never know that she's married at all. But it's it's down to her courage, really, at the end of the day, to come forward and say, look, this is what's happening. And we need more people to come forward and say this. But it doesn't happen. It just doesn't.
3: To encourage more young women and men to find the strength to stand up to their parents and refuse a forced marriage, Jaswinda Sanghera set up the charity Karma Nirvana.
8: Like I say, if you come out to the office... She's been
3: campaigning for a law against forced marriage for 10 years.
8: I was 14 years old when I came home from school one day. My mother sat me down. She presented me with the photograph of the man I was to learn I was promised to from the age of eight. I either came home and married who they said, or from this day forward, I was now dead in their eyes forever because I had shamed my family by saying no to
0: marrying this man. For
8: all the raft of offences, what what people argue is that we have enough offences on our statute books without having to worry about a specific criminal offence. So we have things like kidnap, rape, abduction, psychological abuse, physical abuse, and that should be enough to tackle forced marriage. But in fact, we've made the case that it's not, because a specific law, actually, as somebody who is a survivor of a forced marriage, enables me to own it as a crime. To be able to say to my family, you can't do this to me, it's against the law in Britain.
3: Very few young women are brave enough to stand up to their families, risking social isolation, violence, and even murder. One woman, who was 16 when she was taken abroad and married, has finally decided to speak out.
1: My dad was one of these parents who is under the sums of his family members, and he has to do what they will tell him. Taking your daughter abroad and giving her away to your family members just to please them. I'm mean, looking back now. I'm, I'm just it's still. I don't. I just still don't understand how I, how could a parent do that? It's kind of what is the form of a blackmail. Like if you're not gonna if you're not gonna listen to us, then you're gonna bring us misery. And I, as a teenager, I think I didn't wanted that burden on me. You know. Um, So even though I was breaking, I was crying, I kind of went, I kind of, um, I had no choice but to go ahead with it. It was just me against uh, so many of them.
4: Okay everybody, thanks for attending this meeting today. This meeting is in relation to two females that were brought to the police station yesterday. Both females made disclosures that they're fleeing uh, forced marriage issues and um, were about to be or have been forced into marriage by family members. Offences have been disclosed despite the fact at the moment they're not wishing to assist the police. My stance is that we will take action in relation to those
3: offences and arrests of family members will be made. 20 year old girls Aisha and Halima are cousins. They were picked up by a patrol car last night and brought to the police station. They're now in a refuge.
4: A week ago, there was an engagement party. She's expressed to her family that she doesn't want to go through with this. Um, and Dad has threatened to kill her, As has said, if you don't go through with this, I will kill you. And specifically, he said, I'm not like other pet fathers. I will see this through no matter what police involvement you have.
2: We have put um, a genogram together and we believe that they're all connected by the grandmother.
4: The the social workers devised a family tree for us and and it was quite shocking once it was laid out in front of us. What's most concerning is that the majority uh, of these are children, male and female, ranging from one years old up to... um, 19 years old, not including our our lady that lived there um, so
3: all, all these children need protecting This is the largest number of children in one family at risk of forced marriage that the Manchester Police have ever come across. DI Tanya Kitchen believes 15 young people may be at risk The first line of defence is to seek a forced marriage protection order for
6: each child You can't intimidate, harass You can't take your child out of the country. You can't take your child to another city even. You will hand over your passports which will stop you from being able to travel out of the country. And we can put any restriction that we feel fit on that order in order to protect that individual from having a forced marriage.
3: Tanya is concerned that so many children may be at risk in two households. She organises simultaneous arrests at both addresses across Manchester. One of the cousins, Aisha, has just had her engagement party. DS John Chatterton's team are investigating the allegation that her father threatened to kill her.
9: So, the intentions this morning are to attend the address with a warrant um, and arrest both mother and father on suspicion of threats to kill.
3: Ten miles away, Tanya's team are investigating Halima's parents. If they married her off two years ago, then they broke the terms of the forced marriage protection order.
4: Ideally, what we want is details of everybody in that address and dates of birth. Uh, it links in to a forced marriage protection order that we're taking out for all children in that address.
3: As each team is dispatched for the arrests, Aisha claims that her parents are planning to fly to Pakistan this morning.
9: The girl didn't realise that it was going to be an engagement party. Then we've got the flight tickets if we can find them to corroborate the fact that she was flying out.
3: With both teams striking simultaneously, John has to get to Aisha's parents before they try to leave the country.
9: It's the police.
3: Is it... Two cousins, Aisha and Halima, have fled from their families in the middle of the night, seeking police protection. Is there anybody else in the address? Police from the public protection team are simultaneously arresting their parents for forced marriage offences in two locations across Manchester.
1: Okay. I can get a push to interpreter on the phone. Yes? I just heard that she's under arrest a breach of a forced marriage protection
3: order. Halima's parents are being arrested for forcing her into a marriage two years ago. Aisha's parents are flying out to Pakistan this morning. She says they've threatened to kill her if she's not on the plane.
9: I just like to make you aware that I'm just going to both okay. go arrest you on know, suspicion of threats to kill. Huh? Okay. You don't have to say anything, but it may harm your defence. if you're not mentioning sure questions, something which you later on in court. Mm. Anything you do say may be given in evidence. Okay. okay no. So is there anything you need to uh, to bring well, with he's, you? He's
7: like uh, Right.
9: Okay. Well, you got you need to come down to the police station this morning. All right. Yes.
6: Uh, and
9: we'll see how that develops later on. All right. What time's the flight?
6: Yes, sir, One.
4: 120. Okay.
9: Well, listen, we'll discuss that later on. What I suggest you do now is not say anything else to me. All right, you're under caution. Okay.
3: A forced marriage protection order was placed on Halima five years ago, so her parents should not have taken her out of the country. But they managed to get her a different passport and got her through border control unchallenged. Aisha's parents are being arrested because she says they've threatened to kill her if she doesn't go through with the planned marriage in Pakistan.
0: To what your rights are.
3: DS Janji Garrod knows it's not just family honor which lies behind forced marriage.
6: In terms of money, we can't be naive about it. Yes, we do know a lot of people potentially are forced into marriage so they can come into this country to keep the land within the community. Because if you see with a lot of the forced marriages, it are also between cousins and family members to keep that land, to keep that money. So land, honour, gold, they all come into play somewhere along the line. As the two sets of parents
3: are booked into police stations across the city, the public protection team only have a warrant to search Aisha's house. They're using the new law to look for any evidence that could back up the fact that a marriage was planned.
9: We're just looking at any text messages in relation to threats, any correspondence in relation to the flights, why she's going over there, and anything that happened before it was even brought to the police convention basically, that would assist us with it.
3: Whilst the team searched the house, one officer learns from Aisha's sister that Aisha made a solemn promise to
2: her father last week. She was speaking to her sister and her parents had made a swear on the Quran, which means that she puts a full hand on the Quran and said that she's going to go ahead with the marriage uh, and that's when the money starts to be exchanged uh, with regards to the families. So uh, that's why her father was very upset when she left the address uh, four days after the actual party.
9: This looks like it's from the Mendy celebration, which is like their version of the hen party, I'm informed. So she would have worn this. But it's great evidence in respect to the fact that there's a party happened as a result of the fact that there was going to be a wedding. So, you know, it's things like that we need to seize. And we need to be asking them questions on interview about what these things are for. very special couple on your wedding day. Well, no reference to husband's name yet whatsoever. At this moment in time, she's got nobody else to support them other than ourselves and and people that she's never met before. Um, you know, so it's very very difficult, isn't it? And you can see why the torn to come back. Um, because I'm assuming it's a very lonely place. Hi no, Tony, you, you okay? Yeah, two in custody. Um, with uh, with with flight details in hand. Yeah, yeah. They answered the door. He answered the door with his tickets in his hand. Quite laid back about it, really. As though they kind of expected it.
8: Hi, is that Sally? Yeah. It's, just, it's Jasvinda Sangera calling from Karma
3: Nirvana. Karma Nirvana is a lifeline for victims like Aisha and Halima who have nowhere else to turn.
8: Can I just tell you what I'd like to do?
3: Once I'm they've fled, yourself. many spend the rest of their lives in isolation, fearful that their families yeah. will track them down.
8: So, in terms of safety today um, and risk to you, tell me a little bit about how, how safe do you feel or unsafe do you feel?
2: I still worry. At what stage he's going
8: to come and get us. Our victims will always have more than one perpetrator. In fact, these are multiple perpetrators within a family dynamic that operates on a system. How, how fearful are you about that?
2: That's He's going to come and finish off the job. He's not going to allow this to happen because I've shamed him.
8: Because you've shamed him. That makes you fearful for your life. And very often, these are the people who are your nearest and dearest, the people who are meant to love you the most, that are doing it to you. It makes it more difficult because you're made to feel very isolated. You're actually made to feel as if you're the perpetrator, that is going against the way this family does things. So they perceive you to be the bad guy for taking the stand and wanting to
3: assert your rights and your independence. Neither of the two victims, Aisha and Halima, want to give the police a statement. The custody clock is ticking. Aisha's parents, who've been arrested for threatening to kill her, can be held for 24 hours while the police try to gather enough evidence to charge.
2: We've been sent some pictures uh, from the victim, which shows her and her parents, along with other family members, a very traditional engagement party. This is the, the victim here, the one that's fled, and this is her father. ..and mother at the end. And there's lots of individual pictures of herself in uh, a beautiful traditional Asian gown. The dress that she's wearing was actually hung up in her parents' bedroom. The traditional article there was in her bedroom on the windowsill. The amount of money that this must possibly would have cost is astronomical, really.
9: The evidence that we've got, we know that they were going to travel away today because we've, we've got the tickets. We know that there's been a celebration because we've got the cards, the gifts, the dresses, the photographs. So we know that they were planning the, ma- the wedding as such. We've got a verbal account from our victim to say that as far as she's concerned, she was being forced into that marriage. She's been threatened that if she doesn't, she will be killed. However, that victim hasn't physically put pen to paper. So it depends on what they say in custody.
2: And you was also, when I came to your cell, you was further arrested, uh, what we refer to as an attempt forced marriage, because ultimately what she's saying to the police is that um, she doesn't want to enter into an arranged marriage. It's up to her if she wants to get married or not, you know, we
7: can't do anything.
2: Would you force her to enter into a marriage? No comment. Would you force her to enter into a marriage with anyone? No comment. What would happen to you if she doesn't enter into this marriage? No comment. Are you at any risk? No comment. Would your life be in danger by your daughter not entering into this marriage? No comment.
9: The issue that we've got at the moment is trying to prove the threats to kill. So we are going to need to examine the mobile phones of both parents.
3: If the police can find evidence of threats to kill on the phones, then they can proceed with a prosecution of the parents, even without a statement from Aisha. Ten miles away, Tanya's team have Halima's parents in custody. They breached a forced marriage protection order.
0: Have you ever been arrested?
3: But because the order was issued five years ago, the new criminal legislation doesn't apply so they're not being interviewed by the police but taken straight to appear before the civil
4: court. It's still quite difficult at the moment because the girls haven't given us statements. We may never get that or it just may take some time, really, uh, for them to to come on board with that. It's very difficult for a thing to ask them to do, to turn against their own family.
3: Both cousins are still safe in a refuge, but Halima says her parents didn't use direct threats of violence against her. It's quite sad, really.
4: It's quite subtle how they're forced into it. It's almost like a blackmail enticing you back. There's lies and there's a gradual wearing you down. Uh, being nice to you, then being horrible, then being nice to you again, being horrible. And, and it really does get into emotional abuse. Here we go. Very little physical force needs to be used uh, to do this. And she said, uh, i got to the point that I had to go along with it, they made me, I had to, they, they, they would talk about it incessantly. Really that was the forcing element and she said when I went through with it, I expected some kind of reward for doing what they wanted me to do, but I didn't get that, I didn't get anything. And really with forced marriages sometimes very little force and threats need to be used gradually just wears you down and grinds you down. That really, you're left with no other what option. You have to go through with it. And, and this, that's what's happened, I think, in these cases.
3: Greater Manchester Police have trained all their frontline officers to be on the lookout for honour-based violence when they're on patrol.
6: Um, At this moment in time, okay, I need to inform you that you're under arrest, okay, suspicion of assault.
5: An Asian male has gone
0: into a shop where he's had an altercation with his sister and he's then threatened to cut off her head and cut off the head of her daughter who's three years old.
3: Honor-based violence means the wider family are usually the perpetrators, but the coercion is sometimes so subtle it's
2: very difficult to detect. Victims of honor-based violence and forced marriage. One of the most vulnerable victims we can come across. Once a victim enters a forced marriage, everything else that takes place from that marriage, there's no consent there. From day-to-day things that go on between the couple, um, to having kids, um, everything you could argue is unconsensual because it's a forced marriage to begin with. And so mentioned like a life-term sentence in some aspects, which for some victims, sadly, is true. In many cases, forced marriage leads to
3: further abuse. This is what Sajda found when she was 16. He came to England after three months.
1: Things became worse. He raped me. There was a lot of mental torture, there was a lot of physical violence. He was beating me up more every time I got pregnant because uh, we found out it's a girl. And
6: he wanted a boy. A lot of the cases where young people have been forced into marriage, they do end up in a domestic violence-related situation where they're not happy in that relationship. There's no way of getting them out of it. They're treated as nothing other than as a house slave. There's no escape as far as they're concerned. They have to stay within that marriage. To leave that marriage, it's just another way of uh, disrespecting your community, your family, and the honor code again. Sajida's abuse continued for 13 years.
1: I had a knife held to me. Then he got this cable wire and he beat me up and I had scars all over my leg and my back. I had a phone with me and I kind of dialed 999 but I couldn't kind of say anything. Suddenly the police turned up and it won't let me open the door but told me to tell them nothing has happened but I just, the one look on my face they kind of, um, you know, got the clear picture.
2: Hiya. Uh, um, uh, we need um
6: house because our father kicked us out
7: sometimes And have a are you, love? Um, I'm nearly fifteen. Okay. And who are you with?
0: My mom and with my brothers and
6: And your dad kicked you out.
0: You all stood in the street. Yeah. Outside the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um,
6: so we're looking for Silver Astra, yep. the male who's uh, allegedly assaulted his wife earlier today. Works just at the shop there and he's due to back any second, so obviously we'll arrest him and um, take him in for questioning.
3: Zenob and her four kids have been thrown out of their house after her husband became violent.
6: Um, at this moment in time, OK, I need to inform you that you're under arrest, OK, on suspicion of assault. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Assault, hitting or... Yeah. When he caused harm to somebody.
3: The responding officer has to work out whether this incident could be honour-based violence.
5: The questions relating to the honour-based violence, it's more the the control inside, uh, you know. And then there's also a few questions regarding, um, has anybody else ever threatened to kill you, or has anybody else threatened to harm you?
3: With Zainab's husband in custody, the family can go home. But the officer has to find out how safe Zainab and her children will be.
6: If you could just ask her to give us um, a brief sort of idea of, of what's happened today, um, just surrounding the, the argument and the, the, the assault, which she's obviously alleged. Mm-hmm. Is <sighs> OK? Take your time.
0: Okay. Can you just
6: tell him that he was arrested for the assault on his partner, whereby I mm-hmm. grabbed it around the throat? He was brought in from. When, the... when he says pushed you, how has he pushed you?
3: A police interpreter translates. BT, you're good now, see?
1: From
4: there, you're like, it's like, push me back.
6: Okay. Get up from here. So you say there, you're not going to learn.
4: Yeah, I've got to
1: get Yeah, there. You're pushing me hard, you know. Oh, okay. So, you
6: know, just go from here. Okay. You're feeling frightened at the moment. Have you ever done this before? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think
1: there's any fear that, that, that violence could happen again? I to Yeah. Yeah. How long have
3: you
6: been
2: together and how long has this been going on for? I think it's I don't we made for sixteen years. Okay. I used
1: to be in Plax and he used to visit. And, and you know, it's been like this since yes.
3: yeah, well. okay. The police always have to assess the risk, not only for the victim, but also the children. Sajida has four kids who witnessed her abuse at home. Her husband was remanded in prison but the wider family put pressure on her to drop the charges, and she took her husband back. Every time when he'd done these things, I wanted to move
1: away from him, but there was a lot of pressure from family members. Stick by him because of what the community will think or what the family members will say. And, uh, again, anyway, he's my husband, you know, like, and he's... Uh, but maybe he lost his temper you know like husbands do this
3: it was another 2 years until sajida found the strength to stand up to her husband again when he started to threaten to take his daughters abroad to marry them off
1: when he was angry he used to say he's going to sell them off he's going to marry them off to his cousins he's going to teach me a lesson for sending him to jail and i was thinking i can't live with this man i don't want them getting married to cousins or people who they don't know and um, suffer for the rest of their lives because they don't deserve this. I have to make sure they are going to be safe, they are going to be protective. No one is going to take them outside the country to please their relatives and marry my daughters off. I always say to victims,
8: remember this, that You can say no to a forced marriage. There are options. But if you go through with that marriage, a forced marriage is for life and it takes away your life. You are now being sentenced. On your wedding night, you will be raped. Then you will be raped again and again and again and forced to become impregnated. And then your rights as a woman are taken off you completely because then there are expectations of you as a woman that's been forced into a marriage.
3: And you are dealt with as a second-class citizen. Greater Manchester Police have had 250 cases in the last year of honor-based violence and forced marriage. But because of victims' reluctance to testify, the force has yet to bring a single case to court under the new law. DI Tanya Kitchen was successful in securing a conviction in the civil court for Halima's parents who broke the forced marriage protection order. They received a six-month suspended prison sentence.
4: I had to make a tactical decision, and it was a tactical decision because what I wanted to do is arrest them and send a message to that family
3: to protect the other children within that family that we will do something about it. 11 forced marriage protection orders were placed on the other children in that family. This is the largest number ever placed by the courts at one time in Manchester. To make you aware of to... No mobile phone evidence was found, and so the threat to kill allegations against Aisha could not be proved without her statement. Her parents were released without charge. After four months in a refuge, Halima and Aisha have chosen to return to their families. Halima is having her forced marriage annulled.
4: Okay. You've got to get out of the mindset of, well, what is a good result and what you perceive to be a good result. It may not work out totally how you want it to be, but if you've caused disruption, um, if you've, you know, changed this family set up and, and broken it apart a little bit and broke broken the control element of it, then that's a good
3: result. Roxana married her boyfriend two months after she fled. She says they've now been accepted back by both their families. Sajda divorced her husband and got forced marriage protection orders on all her daughters. Her girls are all currently in education and they can marry who they want. I'm not gonna be part
1: of their group where they are willing to give their daughters away just to please their brothers and sisters and let their child suffer, watch them suffer and not do anything. I mean, I don't understand this. I mean, where's the, that parental emotion when you give birth to your children? I meant to save them.
9: of craniopagus twins this occurs only once in about two million live births their condition was quite beyond the doctors at Shiraz and after three years of tests and examinations no one was any nearer to finding a solution the twins parents were able to visit them in Shiraz quite regularly then one day when the sisters were three they were again suddenly and without
0: warning